0: chapter five. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that Jesus stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sink. The boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. And it happened when Jesus was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus, and he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he charged him, Jesus charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest, and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. However, the report went around concerning him all the more. And great multitudes came together, came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So Jesus himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees. There were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee who had come out of every town of Galilee Judea and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was present to heal them then behold men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed whom they sought to bring in and lay before lay before Jesus and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before jesus when jesus saw their face saw their faith he said to him man your sins are forgiven you and the scribes and the pharisees began to reason saying who is this who who speaks blasphemies who can forgive sins but god alone but when jesus perceived their thoughts answered and said to them why are you reasoning in your hearts which is easier which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say rise up and walk but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he said to the man who was paralyzed i say to you arise take up your bed And go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. After these things, he went out. Jesus went out and saw a tax collector, a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. So Levi left all, rose up, and followed him. Then Levi gave him a great feast in his own house, and there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with them. And their scribes and the Pharisees complained against against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered and said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, Why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers? And likewise, those of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. Then Jesus spoke a parable to them. No one puts a piece piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskins. The new one will burst the wineskins and be spilt, and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one, having drunk old wine, immediately desires new, for he says, the old is better. Chapter 6. Now it happened... On the second Sabbath, after the first, that Jesus went through the grain fields, and his disciples plucked the heads of grain and ate them, rubbing them in their hands. And some of the Pharisees said to them, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? But Jesus answering them said, Have you not even read this, what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he went into the house of God, took and ate the showbread, And also gave some to those with him, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat. And Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Now it happened on another Sabbath also that Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. So the scribes and Pharisees watched Jesus closely, whether he would heal on the Sabbath and they might find an accusation against him but Jesus knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand arise and stand here and the man arose and stood then Jesus said to them i will ask you one thing is it lawful on the sabbath to do good or to do to do good or to do evil to save life or to or to destroy And when Jesus looked, Jesus had looked all around, looked around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he did so. And his hand was restored as the other. But they were filled with rage and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. Now it came to pass in those days that Jesus went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day. When it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, Also became a traitor, and he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd, with the crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people, with the crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all then jesus lifted up his eyes towards his disciples and said blessed are you blessed are you poor for yours is the kingdom of god blessed are you who hunger now for you shall be filled blessed are you who weep now for you shall laugh Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation, woe to you who are full, For you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now. For you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore be merciful, just as your father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And he spoke a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they both not fall into the ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, 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 let me remove the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the plank that is in your own eye. Hypocrite! First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. But why do you call me Lord, 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 and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against it, against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, Against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately the house fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Luke 7, verse 1. <clears throat> now, when he concluded, when Jesus concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum, and a certain centurion's servant, who was dear to him, was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, He sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was already not far from the house, the centurions sent friends to Jesus, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself. For I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returning to the house found the servant, well, who had been sick. Now it happened the day after that Jesus went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him and a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then Jesus came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And Jesus said, young man, I say to you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen up among us, and God has visited his, visited his people. And this report about Jesus went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding region. Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things. And John, sorry, this is John the Baptist. John calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus saying, Are you the coming one or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? In that very hour, Jesus cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. When the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitudes concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who are gorgeously apparelled and live in luxury are in king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people heard Jesus, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers, the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. And the Lord said to him, and the Lord said, to what then shall I liken the men of this generation? And what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Look, a glutton and a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by all her children. Then one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet, behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And Jesus said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet. Since the time I came in, you did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with the grant, with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Then Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Well, that concludes our reading for today. We hope today's message spoke to you. Today's reading was made possible by the Fear and the Faith store and support of listeners like you. Remember to head over to BibleRevival.tv to purchase merch, access more resources, check out other interviews, as well as all the previous recordings.